Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join us for the broadcast today, and what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of of God. I hope you're having a great day today, and I hope you've gotten the day started off right. You say, how do I start it off right? Well, there's only one way, and that's to start it off with God. And I'm talking about in prayer. I'm talking about in Bible study. I'm talking about in meditation. I'm talking about just spending some time, blocking out some schedule, and giving it all to the Lord. Have you communed with your Heavenly Father today? Have you talked to your Savior today? You say, I want to have a good day. Well, you better have a God day. Start it off with the Lord, and then walk with Him throughout every moment of the day. And I promise you this, it'll be a good day when you spend the day with God. I met Him at the, in the morning when the day was at its best. That's the old poem, and what a truth that is. I uh, have had a good week so far and been busy preparing different things. We uh, preached a series in our church. On Wednesday nights, it ran for seven or eight weeks, I guess, on the subject of faith. And faith is what? Faith is depending upon God. Faith is relying or trusting in God. Faith does not have to have all of the answers. Faith does not have to know the way. Faith just anchors itself that God has the answers and God will make the way and God and faith goes with God. Faith is trusting. It's the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I preached for several weeks on the topic of faith, and with North Valley Publications, uh, we're getting ready to put that in a book form, and we're working on that even now, and I've got all the transcripts there, and I've been going through some of those and making some little changes and edits, but I'm looking forward to that getting out and being available to you here in the new f- near future, and uh, maybe you'll like to get that. I know God seemed to use it in our life and in the life of our church family, and uh, just be watching for that at North Valley Publications. It'll be out here very, very soon, and maybe you can use that in your own personal Bible study time. We've been studying together in 1 Corinthians, and we're in chapter number 3, and we've been working our way through this very uh, important chapter, this packed chapter, and we're about halfway, a little over halfway through the chapter now. We've been talking about the subject of the judgment seat of Christ. Now, one of these days, Jesus is coming. And I thank God for that truth. I'm looking forward to that day when the Lord appears and he shouts, the the, the voice of the archangel and the trump of God, and the sky rolls back like a scroll, and we're called up together to meet the Lord in the air. I'm looking forward to that day. Every saved person will be raptured out of here. Some will be resurrected from the grave. Some will be alive, and they'll just lose all gravitation, be caught up together to meet the Lord uh, in the air. There's a rapture coming. There's a marriage supper coming, but there's also a judgment seat coming. Now, Christian, you and I will not be judged for our sin. Our sin was judged in Christ at Calvary. The sin question has been settled. The sin debt has been paid. But we will be judged according to our works, our service. The character, the quality of what we've done for Christ will be judged. Now, that's sort of a sobering thought, is it not, that the Lord will have us stand there at the judgment bar? 
he who knows us better than we know ourselves. He'll stand there, and we will give an account of every deed done in the body. All of our witnessing, all of our work, all of our study, all of our praying, all of our giving, uh, all of the deeds that we've done, though they may have appeared righteous and been done in the name of Christ while we're here on earth, the Lord will judge those as to their purity, their sincerity, the motive, the agenda, the attitude, the character, and the quality of those works. Now, we read, and I'll read it again today, that the different qualities of these works are described in these verses. Some, gold, silver, and precious stone. Now, very obvious, those are valuable. Those are costly. Those are esteemed. Then the other category would be wood, hay, and stubble. So we have a category that would be sincere. We have a category that would be those which would be burned up. They're of no value. They're wood, they're hay, and they're stubble. There's a day coming, according to verse 13, where every man's work shall be made manifest. Now, every man, every saved person, not just the preacher, not just the Sunday school teacher, not just the missionary, but every Christian. I'm talking about those who only come on Easter and Christmas. I'm talking about those who are very unfaithful. I'm talking about those that maybe are well-known and those who serve in the shadows, but everybody who's saved alike will stand and they will give an account. And there will be a day that will declare it. You read those Bible verses and you read about uh, the tears wiped away from every eye in heaven, and I don't doubt there'll be tears shed at the judgment seat of Christ. We'll wish that we had given him more. We'll wish that we'd have served him better. We wish that we'd have been more faithful uh, to the Lord. No doubt every single one of us. I guarantee you this, nobody's going to stand at the judgment seat and say, you know what, I think I was too faithful. I think I gave too much time, talent, and treasure to the Lord. No, I don't believe that'll happen at all. The day will declare it, and it'll be revealed by fire. So these works will be tried, and you know how it is. When gold is put through the fire, it makes it through. When silver and precious stone is put through the fire, it'll come out pure. But wood, hay, and stubble, it's consumed, it's burned, it's devoured. And God is going to try every man's work, not of the number, but of what sort it is. Now, verse 14, if any man's work abide, which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. You study the Bible, and there are different crowns, different rewards that I believe will be given at the judgment seat of Christ. There are rewards for faithfulness, rewards for purity, rewards uh, for looking for the second coming, rewards. There's promised crowns given, and they're given to Christians, and I believe that there'll even be uh, a little bit of a range here of rank and reigning with the Lord, a degree maybe of, of stature. It sounds strange to say, but I believe biblically it's true uh, in heaven. Those who are sending ahead by their good works, their sincere works, their quality works, they're building with gold, silver, and precious stone. Those who are serving, but they're not sincere, they're sending ahead building materials, but it's not good. It's wood, hay, and it's stubble. And that work, the Bible said, will be burned. Verse 15, if any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss. Can you imagine that moment at the judgment seat? A Christian who wasted his life, her life, 
They produce spiritual wood, and that's all. They produce spiritual hay, that's it. They produce spiritual stubble, nothing more. Those spiritual building products that they sent ahead to heaven are consumed by the righteousness of God, the knowledge of God, the justice of God, the holiness of God. The unfaithful Christian will watch his life, quote-unquote, of service be consumed by the judge, the Lord, the just one, the, God, the, the Savior, the God who died for us on the cross of Calvary. Think about that. It'll all be gone. They'll suffer loss. But watch what it says in verse 15. But he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. Now, mark this down. Maybe underline it in your Bible. Anybody who ever tries to convince you that a Christian can lose their salvation has twisted Bible truth. They have taken truth out of context because nowhere in the Bible are you going to find it that you can lose your salvation. Your salvation is a free gift. It's eternal life. It's everlasting. It has nothing to do with you in getting it. It's God that gives it. It's God that keeps it. It's God that supplies it. It is eternal life. But you can't lose your reward. Yet you'll be saved, but you'll lose your reward. Those who serve God with insincerity, those who serve God half-baked, if that's a term we can use, they'll not lose their status as far as a child of God. They'll be in heaven. They're still going to have their name written in the book of life. They'll still spend eternity around the throne. They'll be there in that heavenly choir. Yes, they'll be there. But think about it, wood, hay, and stubble. They invested little or maybe nothing in heaven. And when they arrive into heaven, they'll receive the same. Saved, yet so as by fire. Saved by grace, but with no rewards in that day. Shall I go and empty-handed, the song says. Think about the rewards that they could have received, yet lost forever. Saved but no reward. That's a sobering thought. I hope you're serving God in sincerity. That's all of our time for today. Until next time, pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, assistant pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.